ESPNNHradio.com. This is the most beautiful thing I ever seen. Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area. From high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com. These are not ponies, because this is Budweiser. Brewed the hard way, not the easy way. And with 12 breweries across the country, Budweiser isn't small or imported. This is the famous Budweiser beer. It's not backing down, and it hasn't since 1876. Budweiser, this Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com. Hi, I'm Tim Daly. If you're over 50, like me, you know that we all need to be more aware of our health. Take pneumococcal pneumonia, for example. It's a serious lung disease that can be spread when people cough or sneeze. My mom had it. Now, it won't always happen this way, but for my mom, it was serious enough that she was in the hospital for over a week. She had difficulty breathing, was really weak, and had a terrible cough. Some adults think they're too active or healthy to get sick. But as we age, our immune system weakens, putting us at greater risk. It may surprise you, but it's estimated a quarter million Americans over 50 are hospitalized each year because of pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor about your risk for pneumococcal pneumonia and see if you're up to date on your vaccinations. Learn more at www.whoknew.com. That's www.whopneu.com. This message is brought to you by the American Lung Association in partnership with Pfizer. Hi, I'm... This is New Hampshire's home for sports on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. WGAM, Manchester. WGHM, Nashua. Sunday sit-down with Jared Scaley. Oh, yeah. Every Sunday from 11 to 1 on ESPN New Hampshire. It's going to be awesome. All right. Sunday sit-down, ESPN New Hampshire. Full crew, kind of. No Jack, but next year. So. I don't think we have room for any more mics. We have five people here. 
so it's gonna be a full Dude, show. Yeah. Four mics, five people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's survival. We make, we make it us. work. We, we make it work, right? Uh, of course, listening to us on the TuneIn app, ESPNNHradio.com, and if you're within arm's reach of this wonderful station, uh, 912 AM as well, uh, broadcasting there on your AM dial. Big show on tap by Jose Pavone, Josue Pavone, excuse me, of e- WEI and CLNS Radio coming on at 1120 to talk Celtics. Uh, Phil A. Perry, Comcast Sportsnet, uh, friend of the show, will come on at 1140, talk Patriots. So good wow. show lined up. Yeah, we're I, stacked. I, I'm glad that you just, like, I never told you that. No, you, no, you actually didn't. I, di- I know. <laughs> oh, good, good thing I prepared, though, beforehand, though, just to talk I Patriots. told them. I told At least Nick knew. Yeah, yeah I knew about it. I'm not important enough. <laughs> no, you're not. I, I guess not. I'm glad I got here early enough. I, I wanted my own mic. <laughs> 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 but guys, Mike's here, so that's a new one. Ah, been a while, fellas. It's no, been it's a been while. a long, long like, yeah. time. Like, like not a while. The Patriots started the season. Like, you guys know my placement full, though, man. You know, I've been busy with the Patriots post game show uh, that we do from Dead of Mass. So it's tough on, for uh, me to... where, where do you do? Where can we find this? I'm gonna give you a plug here. Yeah, yeah I'm is... giving you a plug. <laughs> take advantage. Of, take advantage. I was set up the plug. He just said that. First. <laughs> just stole it from you. Yeah, it's the CLNS Radio Networks New England Patriots post game show. Uh, we do it in Dead of Mass from my friend of mine. Uh, we use his office space Tech Wave Group. Uh, gain the tech advantage. There's a plug for them. Uh, just a, <laughs> a computer. Where are know. my royalties? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So that's what's been keeping me busy, keeping me away from you guys, doing that. Uh, but I'm here. We're glad to have you, man. We're we good miss to be you, back brother. with the Sunday sit down family, man. It's good to. So when there, when when did I start? Because that's I haven't I've have never met him. That is no, true. You're here basically. You were replacing him. Yeah. So I was. <laughs> wow. I was. <laughs> bang I was, bang. I was the week before the Cleveland Browns game because that's the game I went to. Mike, have you been here since the Patriots started? I have not been here since the season started. I don't think. I didn't think so. Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, you haven't. But, um, but I told you guys it was coming. I told you. <laughs> I told you I'd be back. Oh, um, are, are we, do we want to talk politics at all? Does anyone have anything to Dude, say? I'm giving you the floor. If you absolutely. have anything to say, I, mean, I will I let you do it for I mean, like I two minutes. I don't want to talk about I mean, obviously, both candidates have a lot of baggage. and You, you, know, it's, you know what's funny, though? is like everyone's like, you know, when they ask you, like, you ask them, like, oh, who'd you vote for? They're like, oh, I voted for Hillary. But everyone's got, like, a reason, like an explanation or excuse why. Like, no one can just straight up be like, yeah, I voted for Hillary. Boom. That's what you need. In, in, hey, Steve. You just need like hey, an Steve. excuse. I voted for Hillary. Okay. Straight up. Okay. Well, you're the only one. You're the only one. Dude, it was you won a- the popular vote, guys. Just remember that. Yeah. By how much? Uh, not by barely. It barely. wasn't. It wasn't by a lot, but it no. still sucks that the popular vote yeah, literally yeah. doesn't matter. Mike, no. Mike, Mike brought this up earlier. Go the, ahead. The electoral. I mean, you can say whatever you want about this election, but and I'm not just gonna say this because how the uh, the, uh, the election went, but no, no. Ever since, you know, I've been old enough to really follow the election and, and politics and whatnot, the Electoral College serves no no purpose. Like, we all live in Massachusetts, except for you, I think. You I live know, in, I live in no, Massachussee. Jared, Jared, Jared lives in New Hampshire. Me, I'm the only one. Okay, well, either way, I'm pretty sure New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, they're going to be blue, no matter what. I think they've been blue since as long as I can remember. But I just feel like, you know, in terms of Electoral College... For what? For what? I vote. Doesn't matter who I vote for. I could have wrote my name. It's not like it's going to change anything. <laughs> like, it serves no purpose. You probably make a better president. The re- <laughs> the reason the electoral college is there was because for when campaigning started, where if you look at the map, you see the most of the population in the country is in certain parts, so people would only go there, and campaign and try to do it. So the electoral college made it so like. Everyone in all the rural places and all that actually had to say get involved <clears throat> and do all that instead of winning just this place and just this place. That's why there's different uh, like amounts of electoral votes that you get 
get from each state. Yeah, but at this day, at this day and age, we have social media. You, everybody can see every rally. Everybody can see every debate. So, does it in 2016? Does that matter as much anymore? I, I don't want social media being part of the government. Well, so, well, no, but social, but social it's media part of is campaigning, part of campaigning now. My, it's just, it's just the thing. The thing with me though is like kind of going on what Mike's saying. And we're not really talking like we were talking about electoral, electoral college and the popular votes. It's more about the Al Gore thing where he won by like what a million, million votes. There's yeah, yeah. a lot a million of a votes. Lot. No one I'm just Bush saying like for office. me, for me, and I know it's not going to happen overnight. But just like gradually introduce that like the popular vote has some type of hold. Like maybe it's like. You know, three percent. Well, yeah, and I think the, it's crazy the, the, too because you know, like, just it has to have something. It can't just be a metric that people can be like, "Oh, yeah. you won the pop." Yeah. What's, like, like, what's the point? It's of like showing a that participation graphic. trophy in like Pee Wee football. Like, like oh, oh wow, win, I participated, but, but it doesn't votes. mean a yeah. damn thing. And it's it's crazy because they they get. I mean, you guys vote in mass. Um, I vote in a swing state. You know, and Ross, you live in New Hampshire too. Yeah. Um, so our vote means a little more, but like they make a big deal about New Hampshire. It's only worth four electoral college votes. So, well, like, how big of a deal? It's well, not Florida a, with 29. It's not California. That's the thing, too. It's like in New Hampshire used to not be a swing state. It's yeah. starting to now not become another. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's just yeah. it's just whatever they're telling you. Oh, this one's important. And this, yeah. Like, why did, why did like, probably two-thirds of New Hampshire, all their votes get counted in, like, the first, like, hour and a half, and then it took 14 hours? You get the rest? Get the, literally, it was oh, 1 o'clock you, in you the afternoon. They have, the their next day. they have their vote. They have their votes. It's all done. This is, Dixfield, New Hampshire is six people that voted. How long did that take you to count it? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's not too many people here. How did it take you till one o'clock in the afternoon to count the smallest state? There was people that uh, on the West Coast states that had all of their counting. California all was done. in before New Hampshire was finished, and they're three hours behind us. Yeah. It's Why? Cool. Yeah. But it's but it, but it's just them <laughs> showing like oh well the, that's what we want to we want to make people think oh it's a swing state it's all who it, it doesn't matter no one no one in Arkansas is like oh shit. Ah uh, man, who who's New Hampshire voting for? I'm not voting <laughs> until I hear what they. No one cares. Like they, that doesn't. It, no, there's no, it, there's no need for that. It's just them. It's just another ploy of them just throwing yeah. something out to, to get people involved. Yeah, and I mean, we'll say th- this was one of the crazier elections. I mean, I oh, only, yeah. I've only voted in a couple. Uh, we're not that old. I voted in one. Yeah, so I I will say that this is one of the crazier elections. Even when I was younger, we were younger. This isn't something that's normal. It's obviously with Trump running and Hillary having her passed. And absolutely not. Um, no. So it, it's kind of been ridiculous. And look, Trump's the guy. It's it is what it is. And if you don't don't support him, like I don't, give him a shot. That, that's yeah. Kind of I mean, all you can do at this point because now, really especially do. because we've noticed, and Nick brought this up before we really came on the show. He's backed down on a lot of things he said he was going to do. Oh yeah, a Republican. lot of things. Guys, he said he was and wasn't do. He's wasn't a, he? He's a New York liberal. He's yeah. he's fr- he's born and raised in New York. <laughs> he's only, a New York yeah. liberal. He's he's, only, he's, he's 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 friendly with the LGBTQ. All of a sudden, he ran he's as a like, Republican because he knew it's his easier way. To he was Obama like a free care. agent. He was like a free agent in college football, like the Sean Goldson's. Like ah, competition with Notre Dame. Do I really want to do that with Hillary? No, no, no. I'm a transfer to Florida State. I'm gonna go to the Republican Party and I'm gonna take that. Dude, like he he picked it. And why wouldn't you? Absolutely. No, there, there was like, no one there. there was, he, was, he was a clear-cut favorite. I, I don't condemn him for, for trading. Even, even Obamacare, which is Republicans cannot stand Obamacare. It's like one of their least favorite parts of Obama's presidency. He was like, I'm not going to abolish it anymore. I'm going to tweak it a little I'm bit, tweak but it. I'm not going to yeah. abolish it. So if you're worried, like we all, are, most of us are, He's going to be good for the economy. He knows and, how to run a business. Well, let's just see what it is. It's, if worst case scenario, it's four years. All we can hope is. You know, it's not, it's not even, though. It's like he really has two years to get 
what he wants to do to get done because then it's going to be another vote in Congress and it's going to it, it's probably going to switch. It always, Repu- it always it always does. does. So you really get yeah. two. Years. And I don't really think. I mean, this is just me. What can I, he What can he do wrong in two years? Is really the. Uh, let's not answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I I I don't. You know, I I was I'm not really liking either candidate. Um, actually, one thing I do want to say though, in terms of like the actual coverage of the election, I forget the guy on CNN, not Wolf Blitzer, but the other guy was. So was, good. He was phenomenal. Not only did he know every county, like where they were, what they voted, he knew what they were about. Like he knew like the dude I, that was running the board. Yeah, yeah he like knew about like board. Fairfax County. He I know that's his job, but he, I'm just saying like he, he knew what he you could you could tell though his tone got so nerd like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah. the beginning they oh, yeah. were all like, Oh, it's in the bag, Hillary's got yeah, yeah. it. And, and then he, like you see a couple <laughs> things and like you could see it in his face and like when he talked, he'd like Kind no, of stutter saying, around it. And it's then, not over. It's yeah. not over yet. Yeah. It's and not then, over and then yet. Florida comes in. Florida yeah. comes in. And then they're counting all like, uh, uh, how many roads do, do they have to to take to get to the White House? And he's like, oh, they're like Trump. This Trump. This is for Trump. And then he's like, Hillary, if she does this, hopefully we can do something. <laughs> and just like you could just see it by the end, well, of, by like eleven o'clock at night, he was just sitting there, just hitting that board. Like, but yeah, this was, county's great. This one. You can tell a lot that too because you could tell the whole feeling in that studio just kind of fell because you know most of those people weren't Trump supporters. None of them um, were. CNN. Other than Fox, there was a couple. There was Fox. a couple. There were a couple. Um, they were just realistic. But yeah. that being said. That entire studio, True. all of a sudden, just the demeanor oh, as the night on. went on, got yeah. worse and worse. And same with me, because I, myself, I was a Hillary supporter, and it just got worse and worse. I went to bed. I was I like, went, screw I this. To- I don't want to watch him win. I'll watch it in the morning. Uh, it wasn't worth weighing up. But like, and at this point, the feelings are down. It's tough, but you kind of have to deal with it and see what Obama actually, can do and, and like to kind of ease him into the transition. Apparently, that meeting went well. Yeah, it was supposed um, to be 10 minutes. Went an, an hour and a half. An hour and a half, and apparently, they got some stuff done, and they talked well. Well, we know he's kind of, he's been a liberal at past, so maybe this isn't going to be as bad as we thought. He was boys with the Clintons forever. Yeah, he, and then all of a sudden he hated Hillary well, out I mean, of nowhere. I mean, Obama didn't like Hillary either back in the day, and now she's running around. Yeah, support. it's it's, it's just it's politics. Crazy. It's, it's campaigning. Yeah, it's, it's what it's, it is. In terms of like entertainment value, the last couple races, like Hillary versus Obama, and in a, you know this one, they've been entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's never been an election like this. And I Oh no, no, no. I'm not even comparing. I'm just saying it's kind of been gradually like the yeah. entertainment value. Like I couldn't like I was I was trying to go to bed early. And like I said, the guy from CNN was just like the whole thing was crazy. He was so good at his job. Not only know all the counties, he knew like, oh, this is like a random county university of Wisconsin with all the college kids are voting here. And I, it just blew my mind, like the coverage of it itself. I was just like, I couldn't put it down. You know what I can't stand though? You know the people I hate right now? I hate the people so so Bill Belichick writes a letter to or, so uh, writes a letter or an email to Donald Trump, okay? Whatever, I don't agree with him. Tom Brady uh, kind of endorses him, I guess. It He's was, friends it with was him. a half ass. Yeah, it was like it was like Both all right. of them were half ass. It was yeah, it was like all right, I'm buddies with him. But you know what I can't stand? What? I hate the fans what? What who are like, I hate I'm not gonna watch the Patriots this weekend. They voted so for weak. Donald So So weak. It's if that means, A, if you're going to do that, you're not a real football fan anyway. I don't want you to be a Patriots fan if that's how you're going to feel about it. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. The whole thing that's funny with that Bill Belichick and, Don- and uh, Tom Brady thing is, you know, we all know that they support Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, I think Tom Brady wore the Make America Great Again hat. It was a long time ago, yeah. But it's like, you look at, and this is something that um, myself and uh, my co-host uh, DJ Mees brought up when we did our emergency uh, Patriots Beat podcast. Another plug. You're killing it today. He's only in for one day, so he's taking his money's worth. Be back in two months. Exactly, probably. It's crazy how you see other athletes 
like LeBron James show up at a Hillary Clinton yeah. rally, you know, taking the mic and say, I'm behind her, this, that, and the third. Kareem, this. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I think, did something. Athletes stand up. When they get to Brady, it's like Brady's like, uh, yeah, I like Trump. Well, it Next question. It was the whole persona of Donald Trump because I know a lot of people. Actually, so last week uh, – uh, so I'm in a bowling league on Monday nights with uh, I love bowling. Guys. I'm on Sunday nights, so yeah, hey, it's not sick. just me. Guys, no, not that's just sick. him. Don't knock me. Try it. And my we'll buddy, my buddy, he uh, I overheard he did early voting, and I overheard him talking to my other friend. And he was my other friend goes, "Hey, who'd you vote for?" And my friend who who was answering the questions always loud and obnoxious, so you always hear him no matter what. But all of a sudden he gets real quiet and goes, "I voted for Trump." Like, that's, that's like it's the campaign f- of Donald Trump. Like, there were so many people who would not admit they were going to vote for Donald. Oh, they lied. Why, they My did. question they is, why do, they, why, why do that? If you're behind him and you, you're going to go to the... Did you see what? the riots? Did you see the people's <laughs> cars getting tipped over? You see that, because it's, that's why they were hiding. It's just so funny that Brady and Belichick... I mean, I guess Belichick kind of came out and said it's not about politics. Trump is my you friend. Like, That's the best way he could have made it sound, I guess. But yeah, Brady, oh yeah, but he, he, when it gets to Brady, Brady's like, my wife told me not to talk about politics anymore. So I no, think it sounded like he I, got shamed by his wife. I think just out like she, she was, whipped him a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, even I, 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 I agree, Mike. I mean, but you know, some people don't like to debate and argue and like and uh, get in, in conversations. Like we love it. That's why we're in this profession. But I think it's like. For people that don't like to debate, there's like four things you don't, you're not quote unquote supposed yeah. to debate with friends: sports, religion, religion, politics, politics, and what? Uh, how much money you make? Finance. Yeah. Yeah. Finances. Yeah. <laughs> well, but we I do th- too. Wait, wait, I, well. I think I, th- <laughs> I think it's more so to look at they. Belichick and Brady never talk about anything. That's true. They never tell you anything. No. They know that it's just they know that that's just the media wanting to make a story out of nothing, out of someone emailing someone. So they're just like, dude, it's whatever. I, I obviously, however they felt towards Trump. Actually, I, I do know that Belichick is friends with him. But like he also said too, he's like, I'm friends with Senator Kerry too, and they couldn't be two polar opposites. Oh, it's all, it's completely. But I, I think it's I think it's a lot more to do with they don't care to play into the media stuff. You know what I mean? That should have never been a story on Sports Center yeah. that that Trump read that. You know what I mean? No, one, but it's they, sports related, so it's gonna no. be. Oh yeah. no, no, no! no I, 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 I get, yeah. I get that, but it's just like they they didn't want they don't care to make that a story. They're just like, dude, can we just play? Like I think they truly like they don't give a crap about anything except for football. They're just like, dude, can we just play? Well, can you just leave me alone? I mean, if they really wanted to be left alone, then why'd you bring it up? Because, that's, that's because exactly and then also, what I'm I mean, saying. also, I mean, like you know. You know we're we're very level-headed in this room, and there's some people that have been very, very like the the terrific article by Mike Mike Freeman. Forget the name of the title about the the divide in the locker room. Yeah. If you really want to avoid the noise, you know I, I for for Trump. I mean, if you really want to you know avoid the noise, then why even bring that up? At That's all? why. But you know what though? It's like it's like if like. He he wrote a, he blame wrote a letter, Belichick. He wrote a letter to blame him. Belichick for any all the distractions or anything. And Donald Donald wrote, asked Belichick if he could read it, and he said yes. And even that, I, even that, did you, like Bill actually said, I said yes. No, Bill said yes. I say, do you believe Trump? Who said? Who, I do. I do believe. Did Trump you hear because Bill he, say yes? If 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 Bill didn't say, <laughs> he would have said no. If, if but I don't if, think Donald asked him. I think he just read it. Yeah, I honestly do too. I see. I agree with Ross because, and we do need to get off this topic. But Brady, the, he claimed that Brady said. Yes, too. 
we don't think Brady. Brady definitely no, didn't do that because tell. the way Brady reacted and everything like that. Brady definitely didn't say yes. And if we know Brady didn't, there's no way Belichick did. Belichick, because Bel- this brings so much attention to Belichick yeah, that you he, know he doesn't want. He especially this week, attention. going into the Seahawks game off a of bye, you know he did and, not and, want that attention outside of that football. And game. one thing, one thing, talking about like well, Trump, it's like it's like Ross. I've been buddies with Ross for a while. If he ran for president, and that's my buddy. That'd be but a great again, America. if he just had some like crazy ideas, but he got voted president. He's still a buddy of mine. You're still going to support. So that's the only the only defense I really throw at Belichick. I think he kind of brought it on himself. If it does come back to bite him in the back. that's that's why I say the Belichick is the king of no distractions. Let's focus onto the next team, yeah, onto right. onto Seattle, onto whatever the onto case Cincinnati. may be, onto Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> but Belichick had to have known if supposedly he gave Trump the okay to read that letter. Oh, if yes, you're the king yes, of yes, no yes. distractions for the teams, why would you bring that upon yourself leading into this week against the team? That's probably the biggest game on your schedule at this point in time. You had to have known that this is going to be a distraction for you and your team. And when you step in front of the media in press conferences, this is what's going to be the center of attention. And another thing is with, and this is the only reason I do believe that Donald did ask Bill and Bill said yes, because this week, uh, Dale Arnold, he was talking about how uh, he heard somebody told him that when he asked Bill originally if he could read it, Bill said, sure, but let me send you a different one, kind of an edited one. So there was... D- yeah, that's yeah, from yeah, Dale Arnold. Yeah, that's yeah. not a guy who's who has a bad track record when nope, it comes to reporting false things. Nope. So that's why I do believe that he asked Bill, and Bill said yes. And granted, Bill doesn't give a crap what people think about him. So yeah, no. I do yeah, think it's so. a whole he, distraction. He, it's yeah, a distraction. Yeah, that's, 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 what Bill, that's what he preaches all the time. No distractions for himself and your the job, team. But he should business. give a crap about what his locker room thinks, though. But that's a different story. But if he sent him an edited one, as Dale Arnold said, then. That means Bill was all right with it. I'm gonna read the all right. first one. We're, we're getting, <laughs> I do want to read the first one. All right, we're getting out of this topic. Um, when we come back, we're actually going to talk Patriots. Jose Pavone is going to come on at noon to nice. uh, talk a little Celtics. So we're going to start the Patriots conversation before Phil joins us at 1140. Uh, Sunday sit-down here on ESPN New Hampshire. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Can we come up with something original when, when the Bruins struggle other than fire Claude Julian? You have one of the worst assembled blue lines in the history of the organization. It's up there. <laughs> yeah, it's up there. The man who you think you should be depending on to carry the load is 39, and his legs are giving out on him, and he skates like he's in molasses. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, and streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. Have you suffered a motor vehicle injury and need professional assistance? Do you need a team that gets you back on track and taking the green? That team for you is Bardis Law. Bardis Law has three attorneys and two paralegals that can assist you if you've been injured in an accident. Athletes get injured on the field and on the track all the time. Routine injuries can be expected in sports. Accidents are not anticipated in everyday activities. If you get injured in a motor vehicle accident, call Bardis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bardislaw.com. In southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care. New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com for more information. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't seen your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? 
Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed. And they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs. And it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. 160,000 kids stay home from school every day for the same reason, bullying. This is Scott McGilvery, president of the National Education Association, New Hampshire. Bullying impacts nearly one-third of all students every year, but parents, educators, and concerned adults can make a difference. It takes just one caring adult to intervene and help stop the bullying. Victims need an adult that will listen, will stand up for them, and most importantly, show them they are not alone. Bullying and cyberbullying have far-reaching effects from a decline in academic performance to physical illness, depression, or worse. Help us create a safe, bully-free learning environment for all students in New Hampshire. One caring adult can make all the difference. Take the pledge to be that adult at nea.org slash bullyfree. A message from NEA New Hampshire. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Scott McGilvery, president of the National Education Association, New Hampshire. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of the long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and I read too, do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around the home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in New Hampshire can learn to read, and reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. Great public schools are a basic right for every student. A message from NEA New Hampshire. Do you know that kids between the ages of 6 to 11 experience what is known as the golden age of neuromuscular development? This is a very important time in life for kids to experience physical activity. So encourage your kids to be active, either playing with their friends, playing sports, going to dance, or gymnastics. Kids who move better are more likely to be active. This message is brought to you by NAFER, New Hampshire Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance. SoundCloud, Instagram, and Twitter. Find us all over the social media scene. ESPN New Hampshire. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. I am Steve Accardi. The Patriots return from the bye week rested and ready to take on the Seattle Seahawks in a Super Bowl 49 rematch. Deion Lewis has officially been activated off the physically unable to perform list. His status for today is a game time decision. Martellus Bennett and Julian Edelman are both listed as questionable but are expected to play. Seahawks star defensive end Michael Bennett will not play. However, running back Michael Christine is expected to suit up. The Celtics defeated the Indiana Pacers 105-99 last night despite the fact that superstar Paul George 
did not play. Isaiah Thomas continued his red-hot play as he led the season scoring with 23 points. Kelly Olenek had another good performance with 16 points in his second straight start. The Celtics have today off, but will travel to the Big Easy to take on Anthony Davis and the New Orleans Pelicans tomorrow. The Bruins advanced to 9-6 on the season when they defeated the Arizona Coyotes 2-1. David Pasconite scored would be the winning goal in the second period. The Bruins continue their short West Coast trip as they travel to Colorado to take on the Avalanche. And UFC 205 in Madison Square Garden was hyped up as the best card ever, and it did not disappoint. Conor McGregor knocked out Eddie Alvarez in the second round, become the new lightweight champion, the first to ever hold two UFC titles at the same time. This 90-second update was brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one to right now. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted. with 20 seconds to go. Stack receivers, two to the right. Malcolm Butler Super Bowl. Oh, I, I think everybody remembers where we were when that play happened. I was on the couch with my dog, freaking out that we're gonna lose. Dude, two plays in the history of Boston sports that still give me chills when I see him. That interception and the Dave Roberts steal in 04. Oh, I think the the David Ortiz Grand Slam against Joaquin Benoit. Three. Was it game five game, in the ALCS? Uh, no, that was game three because they were gonna go down uh, three. Three games zero. Yeah, that was game three. They had no business winning that game. No, they had no business winning that series. They yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. None. Um, that interception. Now, man. tonight, wow. now tonight. Yeah. obviously, Seahawks Patriots have been hyping it up for a while. Do we consider it more of a Super Bowl rematch or a Super Bowl preview? Because I don't know if Seattle's these teams that good. kind of are on the crash course. I, I think Seattle has the best chance on the NFC. Patriots are far bar. Far, yeah, I do too. By, by far the best team in the AFC. Our bar by far. Um <laughs> To win the AFC, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a better option you can look at right now than the Patriots, and that's not me being a homer. I think you just no, look at the I roster. Yeah, just being realistic. You gotta look at the NFC. You look who's, at the NFC. Who, who in the NFC can go? Who can go? And I think right now Seattle and th- what they're doing with Russell Westbrook playing on what one? Russell Wilson. What did I say? Westbrook. 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 Basketball mind. <laughs> um, right. Always right. on basketball with Russell Wilson playing on an ankle. That's not healthy. And, and and his and his leg is also banged up too. Yeah, he's not healthy. And what they're doing right now, when he's healthy, he will get healthy. They probably are the best team in the NFC. Well, you got to look at the standings too. I mean, the Falcons. We expect them to fall apart. They're the they're the Falcons. They're not going. I mean, and their defense is literally one person. Yeah. It's Trufant, and then it's like anybody else. Yeah. And Beasley, who decides to show up relatively, you know. And we're seeing the Vikings' musical. true colors, which they're not an undefeated team, which is a bummer. Um, yeah, yeah I, I was hoping they'd keep. That was a bummer. I, How did they collapse this I, fast? Like, because the they have hell? Sam, they have Sam Bradford at quarterback. So now it comes down to Seahawks versus the Cowboys, and I think Ooh, the Cowboys. Actually, you know what? No, I think can, Cowboys got to be the, I the think front the, runner I right think now. Dallas, I think Dallas personally has the better chance to go to the Super Bowl just because well, they're if they don't mess up. Tony yeah, Romo yeah, yeah, not exactly, exactly, exactly. And their offense is so polarizing. Like Ezekiel Elliott, he's he's been unbelievable. And then and they they've been doing this without really Dez. True. Yeah. And then they get they got Dez back for did he come back for the Philly game? And yeah, he had a he big. The he game. got the game winning touchdown. Yep. So they did it without Dez. Um, their offensive line is terrific, but I'm not going to talk about offensive line because it's 
and it reminds me of Marcus Cannon. I'm not going to get into it. Um, I got I got a stat for no, you. No, no, no. You can, you, <laughs> can, you, can, you, can, Nick came well you know where to today. shove that stat, all right? <laughs> no, but um, honestly, you just look at Dallas. I think Dallas, their defense is really hit or miss. Morris Claiborne been terrific this year out of no, nowhere, honestly. Finally, might be living up to his sixth overall draft pick stack, status. Excuse me. But I just don't think I, their defense isn't that good. And I, I you know, if they, I think they're going to bring back Romo. And I like Romo. Yeah, but, but I think he's going to screw it up. He's he's Why not, do you like he's, Romo? I, I, I don't know, because everybody else hates him. All right. Yeah, listen, All right. They hate him. <laughs> Wait, so by that argument, you should, you should like Marcus Cannon. No. <laughs> hey. no, it's just it's just I feel like I feel like Romo he does get hurt a lot, but I feel like he's a tough SOB when he's in the game. I mean, didn't he play with a puncher lung? And like how far has that toughness taken him? Well, that's the thing. Crying on the goal line. Everyone, everyone's <laughs> worried about, game. like, oh, Romo's going to come back. Romo's going to come back for two starts. He's going to get hurt, and then Dak's going to go right back in. It's going to so be why, perfect. So why even, why yeah. even mess Jerry that up? Because Jerry Jones, in my opinion, is one of the worst owners in football. Well, why, screw money, up, why screw up the chemistry? Exactly. That's, you because that's do his that. guy, and he just doesn't know. He, Jerry Jones is on planet Deluja, honestly. I just don't think he, he loves Romo. Probably hangs out with them. They're going to go drink some whiskey after. <laughs> but, like, I just think he's going to put him in. He's going to ruin it. Well, I don't okay. trust Jerry Jones to make the right decision. If they leave in Dak Prescott, then we're going to – let's play hypothetical. They leave in Dak Prescott for the remainder of the season. It all basically comes down on their defense, which is fifth in the league, 17 and a half in points. Uh, tenth in the league in yards total, three hundred thirty-two point nine. Passing yards is where the middle of the pack in sixteenth. Yeah, but the but rush, the rush defense has been great, giving up eighty-six a game. Well, I mean, they got they got so many high draft picks in there. They got the Lawrence from Boise State. He missed all of last year. Um, you have you know big money guys in there, and then finally Sean Lee has been healthy. What, we're in a week nine? I think that's a career high for him. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's kind of everything's kind of working out. With Romo getting hurt, it's actually benefited them. So it's kind of been a perfect storm. So I, I think and I think one thing that helps them, too, with Romo side of things is they, have, they don't have to rush him back. They have a guy who's been competent yeah. and can play, so they don't have to force him back. He's going to be healthy when he, if then, he comes back onto the field. He will be healthy. And then they because just, I th- he's probably healthy now, to be completely honest. He probably have, could play. Well, he's a backup quarterback right now. He, he should not play. They should not play. And, like, uh, offensively looking at Dallas, and then we need to get off Dallas. Yes. Um, they just have depth at every position. You look at running back, they got Ezekiel Elliott. Then they have Morris, Alfred Morris, Morris. And then they have Darren McFadden. I forgot about him. And wow. then, like, you look at wide receiver, you're like, all right, you got Cole Beasley. You have Des Bryant, then you have Terrence Williams, and you have some other kid that's fast. I don't know what his name is. Yeah. <laughs> and then offensive linemen, they just have – Plethora of the best in the line. game. I could, I could be the best running back in the NFL. And, and Jason Witten. And you forget about Jason Witten. Yeah, and he's been solid. And, and Dak's been getting him the ball. Who so. burned Jamie Collins in Jamie Collins' first game in Cleveland. <laughs> burned him. Yeah, what's well, not. And, and he played terrible again the other night, Jamie Collins. Yeah, no. He's, no, he's, he doesn't look good in Cleveland. He looked. Uh, depends on who you're talking to because I thought he looked very good in that Ta- first talk, game. You're talking to me. I don't think he looked very good. Then I don't. <laughs> All right. That doesn't mean anything, man. Like, come on, dude. Your opinion is just go sit in the corner. Oh, I am All in right. the corner. <laughs> Where you should be. Big game. I'm just kidding, Nick. Big I'm just game tonight. You're right. Big game tonight. Um, and of course, we got Phil Perry coming off Comcast Sportsnet in a few minutes here. Nice. Um, what do we expect for tonight? Because I, I think I think the Patriots are going to win. Just start there. Patriots will probably win this because game because it's in July. Because it's in July. That's it. You know and. Like I said, the Seahawks aren't healthy. You know they're they're playing injured. Patriots coming off a bye Chancellor, week, which is even more of a reason. Patriots are coming off a bye week as well. So yeah. I think it's another big reason why I think two weeks to prepare for a Seahawks team. I'm not worried about that. I look at this game as Deion Lewis is coming back tonight. 
Yep. Is it is it official though? Because I'm looking yeah, around. Friday he was activated. But how much yeah, do you really a- expect no, from him? No, 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 he, no he's activated, but that doesn't mean he's going to play. You can but, be activated off the pup list and not play. I'm going into the assumption that he's going to get some reps tonight. I do too because because they had till next Thursday to activate him. So if they weren't going to play him tonight at all, then why no activate? Point. And they exactly. waved Gaffney too, and, and then they brought him back on the practice squad. So I think. So I look at this game as James White's still going to get the bulk of those third down carries. Just but, fine. He's been great. But also, what this can provide is if you have James White and Deion Lewis in the backfield at the same time, then what does that do? I don't think that's going to happen too much tonight because they're probably going to ease Deion Lewis back. They have the luxury of easing Deion Lewis back because James White's playing well, Garrett Blunt's back there, and Brady's Brady. You know, they don't need Deion Lewis right now with all the weapons they have, but, you know, Chris Hogan might not play tonight. He's having a back issue. Um, a random one, too. Yeah, a random back issue. He came out Friday. I think he didn't practice Friday. He it played ha- Thursday fine. Yeah. Friday showed. Friday didn't even practice. So I don't know what happened. Maybe he fell off his bed, <laughs> off the bunk bed yeah, or people something. F- people forget. These guys live in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't just sleep at the, the shower. Yeah, yeah. Like so, Fred Taylor break his hand in the shower. Maybe his dog tabletopped him or something. Yeah, fell right. off his, yeah. I don't know. But that being said, I think Deion Lewis is going to get some reps tonight. Uh, not going to be a huge factor, I don't think. But if he does play tonight, how effective can he be? Uh, right now, he you guys he hasn't played since what week seven yeah, last yeah. year. He's, I think it's and I he's think... only and he's only played uh, a couple weeks in practice now. And another crazy stuff that I've heard about this guy is in eighty possible eighty something possible games that he could have played in his NFL career so far. Yeah, he's only played in a little over thirty. So he's he's an injury guy. Yeah, but he's so. But I mean, look, he is because he's so small. You know what I mean? And he's Le- polarizing. Legarrette Blount was just like asking about Dean Lewis in the open field, and he's just like. It's unnatural. It just it's just freakish, and it, I think it was this. I think it was like Friday, this week last year. That's when they put him on injured reserve. And it's ironic he came. Back yeah, it's been like week. almost a year. Yeah, I I I think he could get. I I don't maybe ten touches. Yep, couple passes. I mean I don't. It's a tough game to ease him into <laughs> yeah. because they're playing the Seahawks. So it's like it's really at this point, yeah. in my opinion, I think it's all or nothing. And I think um, I think you might keep you might keep White and maybe Blunt. A little more action, just because you got to help in the in well, the pass White's blocking. been doing pretty well. Exactly, you know, like White's been having a great season. It's not like yeah. White's been playing terrible. Very, and they need to really, replace him. Nobody he, likes James White in New I England. Do. I like him. I, I like, like him. him. I'm I just like saying, him. but like he's so underrated. I like him now. I think that changed this year. But Deion Lewis is he's such a polarizing factor when he's completely healthy. Mm-hmm. Because last year, so by the time he got hurt, this is a crazy statistic. Uh, he made he was leading the league by the time he got hurt with ninety making ninety people miss. You know what the second closest person was? David Johnson. In the 40s. Yeah. This guy made 90 people miss. That's a lot. And at the same time. Probably averaged like three or four misses per touch. It was, like, he was, he's, once he gets healthy, he literally takes this already top tier offense yeah. to another And level. that's a big concern, and, and we're going to bring it up with Phil. Um, the big concern is when, if, can he be the same thing? You know, knee injuries are, I know nowadays it's easier to come back from, but he's had two, a setback as well. So, you know, he's, he's had some issues, um, and I'm intrigued to see where he goes tonight. Yeah. And I, as am I. And there's there's really three things that I'm really looking at tonight. Obviously, Dion Lewis is one of them. Um, <laughs> the fact that Michael Bennett isn't playing is massive because he's an yeah. all, he's just a all world player. And and the third one is I'm honestly it's going to be who's I'm looking at health at wide receiver because Edelman's been banged up. Hogan's got that back back issue 
back issue, excuse me. Martellus Bennett has got that, uh, what is it, ankle, ankle or a knee? Yeah. Ankle. Ankle, ankle. Issue, issue. So, I mean, I'm just looking at, because you know Seattle, they're going to be going low. They hit hard. Mm-hmm. Chancellor's going to be back tonight, yep. which he's like my favorite player in the NFL that's not a Patriot. He yeah. just it reminds Phenomenal. me so much of Brian Dawkins. Yeah. Just that towering, I'm going to kill you, you can come over the middle type. Rodney Harrison type. Love it, yeah. Except Rodney Harrison type. Had a visor. Yeah. yeah. I, love had a visor I love the visor look. I, love I do the visor. too. Like that, that is what, that is the enforcer. Like a, I think running backs and safeties should have like visors. Garrett, like Garrett Blunt just like destroys Pure the visor black game. visor yeah. with like the, the Blunt, five masks. Like you just be killing people. Blunt wears it so you can't see his eyes, so you don't know Oh, yeah, that, that's go. brilliant. That's oh, smart. Yeah. That's smart. And he looks bad. Doing it, yeah. He, like, looks, he, he looks, oh, he looks crazy. Mean. Blunt's a scary man. He is. A scary, I wouldn't want to tackle him. I wouldn't want to go near him. Let's be honest, I, like, don't I don't want to have. I don't want to do any physical contact sport with anybody besides the quarterbacks because I'm going to get annihilated. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like I don't like. Like the punter could probably run me over. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably run all of us over. Yeah, besides Mike, Michael, Mike's. You know. No. <laughs> One hit and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Phil Perry coming up next. Comcast Sportsnet. This is Sunday sit down. ESPN New Hampshire. ESPN NHRadio.com. This is the most beautiful thing I ever seen. Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area. From high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Visit ESPN NHRadio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPN NHRadio.com. We all have our mountains, the challenges that push us further. At Coors Light, our mountain is brewing the world's most refreshing beer. That's why all of our breweries cold lager to give Coors Light its signature crisp taste. It's why we cold filter to ensure brilliance and clarity. And it's why we package cold to seal in Coors Light's refreshing flavor. Because we believe every climb deserves a refreshing finish. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Great beer, great responsibility. Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. Outdoor Almanac, brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal. When many people think of wildlife in New Hampshire, most don't get past deer, bear, moose, turkey, coyote, fox, and fisher. Oh yeah, maybe a skunk. But on the 25th anniversary of the non-game and endangered wildlife program, they probably should. There are so many other critters that are residents of the state that are part of the outdoor landscape that we see and often take for granted. They deserve another look. As John Cantor, coordinator of Fish and Games Non-Game and Endangered Wildlife Program, said so eloquently, quote, when nature is thrown off course, we have a responsibility to help it get back on track. Knowing how much the people of New Hampshire care about their wildlife and wild places, I can't help but think that the future looks bright, unquote. We should all hope that John's optimism will be realized because history is full of examples of after years of turning a blind eye to wildlife issues when it was too late. Societies would say, oops, that's not a word we need to use. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. Outdoor Almanac 
brought to you by New Hampshire Fishing Games Wildlife Journal. You don't have to be a history major to know that a lot has changed since 1865. Just look out your back door. As author Jack Noon explained in the January-February edition of Wildlife Journal in an article titled 150 Years Conserving New Hampshire's Wildlife. In 1865, the legislature authorized the governor to appoint two commissioners on fisheries who quickly set to work introducing landlocked salmon and smallmouth bass to the state and attempting to restore the salmon and shad runs. A few years after that, the fish commissioners were charged with wildlife responsibilities as well. Hunting licenses were introduced for non-residents in 1903. In 1917, fishing licenses became available. In that 150 years, there have been many fish and game success stories and some that didn't quite make the cut. But because of those efforts that started in 1865, seeing deer, moose, bear, eagles, and turkeys is not the uncommon occurrence it once was. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. Be a part of the show and text in on our new text line at 845-827-1250. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. Hi, I'm Steve Riccardi. The Patriots return from a bye week rested and ready to take on the Seattle Seahawks in a Super Bowl 49 rematch. Deion Lewis has officially been activated from the pup list. His status for today will be a game-time decision. Martellus Bennett and Julian Edelman are both listed as questionable but are expected to play. Seahawks def- star defensive end Michael Bennett will not play. The Celtics defeated the Indiana Pacers 105-99 last night despite, despite the fact that superstar Paul George did not play. Isaiah Thomas continued his red-hot shooting as he led the season scoring with 23 points. The Celtics have today off but will travel to the Big Easy to take on Anthony Davis and the New Orleans Pelicans tomorrow. The Bruins advanced to 9-6 on the season last night when they defeated the Arizona Coyotes 2-1. David Pasternak scored the game-winning goal in the second period. The Bruins continue their short West Coast road trip as they travel to Colorado to take on the Avalanche. In UFC 205, Conor McGregor knocked out Eddie Alvarez in the second round to become the new lightweight champion, the first ever to hold two UFC titles at the same time. Tyron Woodley retained his welterweight champion when he defeated Stephen Wonderboy Thompson by decision. This 90-second update was brought to you by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. I figure it's appropriate. Definitely. Football talk here. Definitely. Uh, big game tonight. We've talked about it. Patriots, Seahawks, and no other person better to talk Patriots with us here than friend of the show, uh, Phil Perry, Comcast Sportsnet. What's up, Phil? What's going on, fellas? Oh, you know, we're just getting ready. Uh, Super Bowl rematch tonight. Deion Lewis coming back. Um, all things pointing to a, another Patriots win tonight for the most part, probably. I would say so. I would say so, although I do think the Seahawks will give the Patriots maybe their, their toughest test that they'll see the rest of this season. I know... Uh, the deck is sort of stacked against the Seahawks in that they have a, they're coming off a short week. They're a little bit banged up. No Michael Bennett is a huge loss for them. They get the Patriots coming off a bye. I know Seahawks fans, when they saw this on the schedule before the season even started, were pulling their hair out saying, are you kidding me? we got to go to New England coming off a Monday night game against Buffalo. But they do a really good job of keeping things close regardless of the situation. They're well coached. They got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He looks like he's getting healthier by the day. So I do think it'll be close, but I think the Patriots just have too much going for them this week. They're pretty healthy. 
Uh, Chris Hogan is a guy to look out for. If he's not available, that hurts them a little bit, but I don't think it does enough to make the Seahawks a favorite in this one. Phil, we saw Deion Lewis activated uh, for this week. Uh, we were kind of touching on it a little bit before we had you on here. Um, how big of an impact is he going to play tonight? Is he going to see the ball tonight, uh, or is this just going to be a, a thing where he, he put him on the roster and see if the, the Seahawks can scheme for him or something like that? Yeah, we'll have to see if, if he's even active on the game day roster. You know, they, yep. they are in a good situation in that they're so healthy that when it comes to these quote-unquote game-time decisions, they really can kind of pick and choose based on the matchups who they want out there. It doesn't have to come down to, okay, well, this guy's still pretty hurt. He's not even really going to be available to us. You know, these other five guys, they're still a little bit banged up, so we just got to go with the 46 healthiest guys. They can go with the 46 guys that are best for the matchup. And, And I do think if they feel like Lewis is healthy enough to play in all signs, are pointing in that direction that this is as good a matchup as any for them to bring him back because the way the Seahawks are going to play the Patriots, which is how they play most of their opponents, I think is they like to get deep. They like to take away the big play. They play that cover one, cover three. They bail out their cornerbacks and they want to make you run 15 to 20 plays to try to drive the entire length of the field and carve them up without making a mistake. They feel good enough about their chances that you'll screw up, that they're totally willing to give you that underneath stuff. And we saw that at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. That's how the Patriots beat them. Shane Vereen went off. Julian Edelman had a huge game. Danny Amendola had his contributions as well. And they marched the field that, you know, slowly but surely all the way down to score their points. And uh, if you have Deion Lewis back, there's enough space open underneath against these guys that, even if you try to manage him a little bit, if you want to bring him back slowly, you only want to give him 15 to 20 snaps. He could be incredibly effective in those snaps uh, just by being a, a safety blanket out of the backfield for Tom Brady because, again, the Seahawks are willing to give you that those sorts of completions. Hey, Phil, what's going on? So speaking of Deion Lewis coming back, um, do you think if, you know, in terms of what he's going to see, do you think there'll be a lot of two running backs in the backfield, or do you think they might want to lean on Blount White a little bit more because Seattle's got such a good pass rush? Yeah, you know, they only have so many packages where they they do decide to go two backs. There's so many other players that they try to get on the field at one time that it's rare that you'll see that. We have seen it a little bit this year. But I don't suspect we'll we'll start to see that as one of their go-to packages. I think um, what they'll probably do is they'll continue to treat uh, James White like like their sub back, and I think they'll spell him a little bit with Deion Lewis. Listen, White has been very effective in the snaps that they've given him. I think he's exceeded a lot of people's expectations and not only performed well as a receiver, but they've factored him into the running game a little bit more this year, and he's averaging over four yards to carry. So there's still work there for James White, and they want to keep him involved as part of this offense. I just think in Lewis's first few games back, you'll start to see those guys maybe rotate a little bit more. And then LeGarrette Blunt is still your hammer. Yep. He, you know, you're not necessarily using Blunt and Lewis in the same types of situations. But I will say this, Lewis is really an all-purpose back. He can receive you out of the backfield, but he can also take handoffs between the tackles. And when there's nothing blocked there, that's where he becomes incredibly valuable because he can take a, a two- or three-yard loss and turn it into a positive gain, and he's probably the only guy on the roster that can do that. So it, he eventually may cut into Blunt's workload. I just don't see that happening very early on. But I do think this is a very pass-heavy game for the Patriots because 
And, you know, the, the pass rush is very strong for Seattle, but their run defense is very good as well. They're only giving up uh, three and a half yards per carry to their opponents so far this year. They're top ten in the league in that category. And so this is going to be a game, I think, where the Patriots rely on Tom Brady to dink and dunk his way down the field. Uh, hey, Phil, so clearly tonight we have top – for top ten tight ends in the league, there's three of them on the field tonight. But on the Seattle side of the ball, uh, Jimmy Graham finally looks – like the old Jimmy Graham, he's making one-handed catches left and right, and he looks quick. Uh, who do you think the Patriots throw on Jimmy Graham to defend him tonight? That's one of the most important matchups of this entire game, and it's really unbelievable that Graham is looking the way he did. That patellar tendon injury is one of the toughest to come back from. Just ask Gerard Mayo. That's what he suffered a few years ago uh, before coming back and being able to play, but just didn't quite look like the same guy. So good for Jimmy Graham in that regard. Uh, I think what the Patriots will try to do is I think they will um, identify him as the number one threat in the pass game. Doug Baldwin is a very effective receiver in his own right, but I think in this situation you trust your number one guy, your pro bowler, Malcolm Butler, to match up with Baldwin one-on-one and do his job. And then you have Graham where I think you want to you want to – Try to commit a, you know, a couple pairs of eyes at all times to this guy, whether it's Patrick Chung underneath who's done a really good job on tight ends over the course of the last couple of years, or Deron uh, Harmon over the top, or Devin McCourty over the top. I-, I would be surprised if we saw Devin McCourty at the line of scrimmage try to bump Graham off of his spot on occasion and, and use some of those cornerback skills that he came into the league with. We have seen McCourty down in the box a little bit more often this year, and he did a really good job against Buffalo's Charles Clay a couple weeks ago. You know, Graham is, is another level in terms of talent if you're comparing him against Clay. But I think McCourty has the, the combination of the, the athleticism, the savvy, and the tackling ability once Graham does make his plays to be able to get that big guy down onto the ground. So I think they'll throw multiple different pieces at him. Um, but I think at all times you'll have two and maybe even three guys trying to keep track of where he is because he's a game-breaker. All right, Phil A. Perry, Comcast Sportsnet. Uh, appreciate you coming on, Phil. Have to get out of here at the top of the hour here. Uh, it's cutting us short a little bit. But appreciate the time as always, and uh, enjoy the covering the game tonight. Always fun, guys. Thanks a lot for having me. Thanks for stopping Thank on. you. Good. Phil A. Perry, uh, Comcast Sportsnet. Um, the Patriots guy. The Patriots guy. He is phenomenal, and I think that um, with Phil and the way things are going um, – Always going to have him back on for sure. Yeah, and I love how like he just knows so much. You have like a couple questions. Like, ah, no, well, he answered it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get out of here. Top of the hour break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to switch gears a little bit here, boys. Uh, yes. Joseph Pavone, WEI, is going to touch base with us. Talk a little Celtics, a lot of hoop. Uh, we're on until 1228 until we get out of here for NFL doubleheader. So Sunday sit down. ESPN Hampshire rolls on after this. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Crazy day in college football yesterday where numbers two, three, and four all fall. Clemson loses, Michigan loses, as does Washington, beaten by USC at Husky Stadium in Seattle. On to week 10 in the NFL. The Jets are at home with the Rams in town. One Eastern kick there. The Vikings are in Washington, D.C. at FedEx Field to take on the four and three Redskins. Vikings trying to snap a three-game losing streak. Bears are two and six. In Tampa, St. Pete to take on the 3-6 and six Buccaneers. The Chiefs, 6-2, and two, will take on the Panthers, who are 3-5. and five. The Falcons at 6-3 and three are in Philadelphia against the 4-4 four and four Eagles. 
Broncos and Saints are in the Big Easy at Mercedes-Benz Dome, one Eastern kick. And to wrap up the early games, Texas-Jacksonville, one Eastern in Jacksonville. I'm Pete Fox, NBC Sports Radio. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Mortgage rates have dropped again. In fact, recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. Now is the time for you to take advantage of these historically low rates and save serious money every month by refinancing your mortgage. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN to see how far we can lower your mortgage payment. For six years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the third year, they also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. This ultra-low rate of 3.5% won't last long. So call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Visit jdpower.com for award information. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. Here's what you missed last week on the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Tristan Cockcroft of ESPN.com is our guest. At quarterback, for example, he's got the Browns giving up a whole lot of fantasy points lately, but they're actually not the top matchup for quarterbacks because if you take the strength of, of opponent, it kind of brings it back down to a top 10 matchup, but not, not the top one. So it's another one of your mathematical schemes, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Get your football Sunday started the right way with the Fantasy Champion Show, Sundays at 10, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. This is New Hampshire's home for sports on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, 